What's up, guys? This is Andrea with the Andrea Effect. I hope you're having a beautiful morning, day, or night, whatever time of the day you're listening to this podcast episode at. Um, the last episode I posted was called Fight or Flight. And those two are part of a um, kind of a little four square. In that four square, we have what are known as stressor um reactions and they consist of fight flight freeze or fawn and freeze and fawn to me seem pretty similar in that you know just stay quiet play dead play small if i if i don't fight back if i don't talk i i won't be here and freeze is just you know basically that just freeze there's there's no fight there's no people pleasing pick me type of behaviors it's just more like frozen, frozen, right? Deer in the headlights, if you will. Um, flight, exactly that. You know, uh, a lot of people run away, take off from the house or, you know, um, even possibly uh, look for other relationships, whatever, or other, you know, unhealthy behaviors um, after hours of work, whatever it may be. And the fight is exactly that, you know, uh, problems, drama, just that type of stuff. There always has to be something to distract from the the thing that you're trying to avoid, that painful or that stressful situation. And stressors come up for all of us. They come up in life. And I recently had uh, uh, some pretty sad news happen. But um, all in all, I, you know, I always, even if I get a little discombobulated, <laughs> There's always a a balance and there's always like the need to center myself. And as much as I try to be that for my children or family or friends, um, I am so grateful to have a group of people that support me. And um, as I start to open up, right, because typically when situations will come about, I would do any four of those things and you know, freezing or fighting or fleeing or uh, fawning. And fawning definitely was not, that just made me feel worse. It just, the martyr, the whole, uh, it just, I can't, it's just, it's just not in my DNA. So I'm going to fight. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, when you put that stuff out there or when somebody who may not be using that information for good, right? someone finds their weak spot and they use it to kind of leverage their success or themselves or put you in a bad position it just really gives them that that capacity to do that unfortunately and um and i've i've experienced that firsthand with uh you know um family and and work colleagues and just a lot of things that baffle me um you know how people could do those types of things but at the end of the day knowing that i have that spirit and that energy and that force you know um people don't when you're when you're not worth nothing they're not trying to stop you or fight you it's the fact that you are they try to keep you down and um this isn't you know playing the world's mildest violin here it's just for you to see that if you're going through something like that like hey, what is this? Or, you know, what kind of statements are those? Or I always leave and I feel, 
you know, a little bit worse? Did they give me some type of microaggression? Was that a backhanded compliment? And um, if you're not in that space and that's not how you operate it, operate where you operate from, it's really hard to see those things. And uh, you just know something's a little off, but maybe it's not. Uh, the more self-aware you are, the more um, you'll start to see those things, right? And luckily, I have a group of people that are able to, um, few, like literally a handful that I I see them do the work on themselves to know self-awareness. So when I ask a, when I ask a question or kind of have a discussion, I know that it's coming from from their point of view. And it's also coming from somebody that is that I know is constantly working on themselves that I um, see as part of my journey, like in my group with me. And I really admire and appreciate them. So having the capacity, you know, to to discuss those things is super important because we're not just one dimensional. I mean, we're moms or, you know, fathers. We are parents. We are business owners. We are, um, you know, our leaders. Uh, you know, the the women that I have in in my group, they're leaders and in their specific industries, which none of them overlap. Hilariously enough, um, and so when I bring about these discussions, it really just it it kind of brings it home, and it it allows me to be. Um, coachable still and um, and humble in the sense that I, I don't have everything figured out. And there's so many other perspectives and so many other walks of life that may sound similar, but they do have their difference. And, and even though they may overlap, um, they're very unique. Everyone has their unique passage, their, their unique uh, pathway in life, their unique um, uh I guess the way they receive information and, and how they output it. And and that's a really big factor. So having that fight spirit proved to be very destructive for me at a young age. And even even in really big turmoils like like um you know, big relationships or, or marriages or divorces or or loss of jobs or these things that just happen, right? Um in life, these really big turmoils um, were made worse because in high stressful situations, you're always going to revert back to that habit, even if it's a really bad one. So if it's drinking or alcohol abuse or drug abuse or, um, you know, promiscuity or overeating or gambling or raging or workaholic or, you know, gymaholic, I don't know. Leave the gym people out of this. They're doing their thing, right? Um, whatever it is that that person is doing overly so to avoid feeling or processing that stuff. Or meanwhile, they're processing that stuff, which is also something, and not knowing when to stop and actually deal with it, right? Or how to let it come and, and sink in. That can also be destructive. But uh, it becomes trying even in your 30s. And at that point, you know, I want to say you mostly have gainful employment and some type of revenue and, and a house and a car, you know, for the most part, 30s, um, 20s, 30s, 40s, right? 
And so, and there's times where you're up and down. So if you're not there or you are there, great. And if you're doing way above everyone else, fantastic. But when I found myself in that situation in my younger years, not having, um, I don't want to bash anybody because I believe everyone did their best, but it it's kind of like a disservice to a youth that questions and we call them rebels and rebellion and what it is, it's curiosity in the making. And it's it's questioning and and it's brilliance and it's intelligence, and we're shutting it down because it makes our our space, our life, our job a little bit more difficult. It takes us out of the no no no. You used to be happy with let's get ready for bed and eat and get to bed. Now you want to stay up late and now you want to go out more and now you want to question and this is what I made and now you say you don't like this and now you want to make this yourself and why are you wearing that and you know <laughs> beautiful things if you have the blessing to be a parent beautiful things that we get to experience remember the baby when you held your baby remember that remember the first day with your baby you just loved them so much bigger than anything they could ever think of so to see them turn into that can be really challenging so as a parent i understand parents and aunts and you know grandparents that raised me and i understand that i understand them and as a young adult i understand you know more and more family and and going into adulthood and in and then middle um i'm not mid yet am i i think i almost am not quite yet let's slow it down pony boy so Going through these different phases, I'm looking at what have I changed because my, to my true core, I am, I fight, right? But we have a choice. We can use the energy to be constructive or we can be destructive. And so much energy contained and bottled up, it comes out, it lashes out. And it needs to be put to good use. It needs to be put to your purpose. I put it towards my purpose. And it it blooms. It blooms constantly. It's blooming right now. It bloomed. It healed. Do you know, when I first started this podcast, um, channel 20. Yes, I counted on my hand, don't judge me. Five years ago, um, I didn't do the typical, you know, we have to do a, like a vlog and a streamer. And I, I remember watching vloggers on YouTube, but seeing that I could just record and it didn't have to, but it didn't have to be video ready. And, and although I did, I have some old school on my Facebook channel and my YouTube, I think I have some old school videos on there kind of like my makeshift studios and stuff. And one of these days, um, uh, when the timing's right, I'll, I'll be able to have my own show, my own channel. We'll have all the most professional setups and all the most professional makeup and the do's and the interviews and all these wonderful things. And we'll be really able to amplify the message that much more. But 
for right now this is this is me this is me sharing my like little joe said here's my brown soul and that's exactly what it is it's sharing what i know to be true for me in hopes that you realize that if it was ever true for you that here's a here's a revelation that i had and maybe if you haven't made sense of that maybe that can help you not by giving you a direct answer and saying, this is it and that's it. Wipe my hands and look at me. I'm just healing and fix everyone. No, senorita. No, senor. It's saying this is something. And at least it piques your interest to say, huh, well, that's not really true for me, but perhaps I could see how that can be true or it could ignite a thought, right? It could ignite a thought that you say, or maybe it's like this. And so we have those conversations. We have these discussions because they heal. They heal. And being able to share these with you, I don't care if one person listens to it. I do not. It That's never mattered to me. And I always made it a point. In a very small, like for like a couple months, a couple weeks, I was like, do I have, is anyone listening? And I got so sad when it started to go down. But I would get messages from people or, or um, you know, DMs or just statements privately just saying, hey, I really listen. Or even meeting in person, right? Nothing was documented, but meeting in person. I love these. I love this. I love what you do. Keep doing it. And I was just like, okay. Yes, we crave validation. That was a little bit of it. But then came the truth when I saw I my my mood would change. I, I wouldn't feel mm, alive. I wouldn't feel like I like I had lung air in my lungs, like to breathe. I would feel these a shortness of breath of something if I wasn't creating content that shared healing tips techniques revelations ideas um, theories conversation starters something to say we got to keep healing keep healing and there was a point where i'm like okay andrea change it change it no one wants to keep healing and then i realized that there is a group that has healed right there's a group that have that has listened, but it's never ending. I realize when I talk to some people, they're like, what is what is journaling? Is that like when you write down? Because you think, you know, you see a book, it says journal, you journal it, you write in it. But there's a certain way, there's a certain way for us to express ourselves. There's a certain way for us to, to believe and create um, that which we want for ourselves to to let ourselves speak on paper and then realize this is what brings me joy and this is what doesn't. And allowing those answers to come about through simple pen to paper action, right? And there's, there's, um, I'm a neurolinguistic programmer. Um, and so we're able to see how we can trick our minds. My kids say Delulu, and I guess I get it 100%. Have to be. You get to be. You get to be. You have that privilege. And because it's your imagination. 
And we've used our imagination to beat ourselves up. We've used our imagination to think of the worst case scenario. And then it doesn't happen. Or the worst case scenario, and then it does happen. So now you've suffered twice. But what if you thought about the best case scenario? Nobody wants to keep getting let down and let down. So that's why we kind of keep it at ease, right? Keep ourselves in check. Don't get don't get too ahead of yourself. Don't get too delusional. And so we phrase that term as a as a shameful thing, as oh, it's a conspiracy theorist. Uh, okay. Nobody wants to be a, a conspiracy theorist. No one wants to be uh what nut job, whack job, all these things. Nobody I mean, I think the people in the 70s and 60s are like, aha, to everything coming out now. It's just, you know, must be crazy for them. But the most, the most joy that I found in my fight mode, flight was also, you know, it's close cousin. I was like, yep, I'm not arguing. This is going nowhere. I don't feel like dealing with this. I am out. And at first it was just, you know, leaving. And then came alcohol abuse or drug abuse and then alcohol abuse. And just whatever, whatever went with the flow, whatever came with that lifestyle and those friendships. We just, it just happened. And so, and those relationships. And so, you know, when you're a kid, it, you don't really measure those consequences, but they, they do. They do have a big impact on your life because they become a habit. They become a memory. You start to put yourself in predicaments where you go through experiences that are forever imprinted on the cells inside of your body. And it's really hard to forget those things. Your body holds memory and it holds memory of happiness and it holds memory of pain and hurt. And a lot of things could have been prevented had we taken different steps. Had we realized we're a fighter, let's use that energy. Let's be constructive instead of destructive and build. Let's have the right resources. Let's have the right tias and tios in our circle, even if it's a social media tia or prima or whatever. And these friends and and these people, can I talk to them? Are they going to screenshot my conversation and and just glow about themselves? Gosh, I've... I don't think I've ever done that. Um, I've definitely asked permission if it's been like something positive, but I don't, I don't even do it now. I don't even ask permission because I don't do it because I don't need that. Power is, power is quiet and, and I'm starting to see the responsibility that one has with overcoming obstacles and sharing their stories. I think it is selfish for me to keep what has worked for me. It is gatekeeping. It is hoarding. And that energy stays in my body. And at a point I was like, oh, I feel good, right? A nice little long stretch because I've shared all these things now. I've shared these stories. I've shared the healing and I've talked it out and I've journaled it out. And it just dumped. It just dumped. I feel like... I didn't talk. I was just so shy. And and I would just be like, oh, he doesn't like me. Oh, she doesn't like me. Oh, why are they so rude? Oh, they must be, um, you know, I don't know, whatever. 
against me and they must not like me for whatever reason. And it was just a place that I went to in times of stress and habit was to play victim. Mind you, there are some shitty people out there that should not be doing probably what they're doing or don't want to. And it's just deathly obvious. And you need to just stop, like change your job or something like don't don't do that. Try to find something different because it's a nightmare. If it's a nightmare for you to work somewhere, I'm going to tell you this. It's probably a nightmare working with you. And if you're seeing things go through mud and sluggish, that could be a really big indicator, okay? It's probably there like that for a reason. For a real good reason. Because that was a really big indicator of what was no longer good for me. I remember taking this um, insurance gig and I went and got like a license. I think I have a license still. I went and got a license and I was like doing my thing and... And I just, I didn't, I didn't fit in. There was one lady I liked, she was my boss. And, um, but I just didn't fit in. And there was a couple people, couple girls there, they were cool. But I just had a different way of seeing things. And, you know, it, it felt really, oh, it was, it was not good. It was not a good fit. Oof. It was not a good fit. And so not only was I like, meh. So were my colleagues, right? So were the people that I worked with and they alternated. It was like a little, I don't know, it was like retail. I think about retail. So go figure if you're retail, I'm sorry. Sending you hugs and blessings and uh, a lot of sales, all right? A lot of sales quotas, a lot of meeting your sales quotas, all right? Big hugs, blessings and meeting your sales quotas for your sanity. But this is a very... um it could be a very taxing, soul taxing thing. And not because of what I did, because it was fine. I mean, I love the customers. Hey, what's up? You know, sales, I love it. It's my jam 100%. But the environment, and it just wasn't for me. I wasn't for it. And that was clear as day. And I said, I cannot go back to that. That's not, I, I thought I wanted to try something. And I tried something different outside of my marketing, which is, you know, my background. And I was like, yep, not doing that. So never again did I venture off um, into that. And I kind of just stayed in my lane. I mean, I fiddled around with business and marketing, like things within my realm, but nothing like too far out. Um, but marketing, that's my thing. But more, the more and more that years go by, clients, you know, accumulate um, all these different things that happen. I started to see what is true for me is that having that healing spirit, having, you know, that patience or, or that type of um, capacity of caring, I actually have realized that it's it's more of a leadership role and it's more of of that really makes me happy. It's more of um that's where my purpose feels aligned to. So <clears throat> as I started to consider should I go back to school and become an educator? Should I um you know further my education and go out there and really push myself to get, 
you know, a high degree and go teach to, um, to a community that I care about, that I believe in, that I trust. And so I had a lot of these ideas I had to contemplate. And then I realized that while that is something I can do, there are people serving that community and I was placed where I am with the background I have, with the vocabulary that I use, with the understanding and keeping myself in a space to speak to people, to listen to a message of healing and salvation and not preaching per se, but I do believe in God. I do believe in the word of God. And that is a personal preference. And I do believe your life changes when you give your life to him, just as I have. That is my two cents. Um, but not necessarily preaching, not making it, not not sharing the word of healing through a religious sector. Just healing. Just having that conversation of what's working and what's not working. And what has worked and what hasn't worked. And being so vulnerable in that area. So that somebody can say, sounds familiar. Or, bullcrap, that didn't happen to me. Or whatever it is, I I don't need a bunch of yes men. I, I don't, and I'm not saying I want a bunch of trolls either. What I'm saying is I put out the information because it cannot be hoarded. It's not mine to keep. How selfish of me to think that blessings come just for, I mean, we're just a vessel, Right? I didn't see everything I see. I didn't I didn't I didn't go through the experience to see how really high profile mistreat the you know different types of people and and that there's filth and all of this in every level of of people of society. I didn't <clears throat> go through that to see and just sit on it. And I'm not here to blast people cuz People are people and, and things are good things and stuff happens and people change and, and people have their bad moments and their good moments. I get that. And just as I have been understanding and patient and loving and forgiving with myself, I forgive and I'm patient and I'm understanding with a lot of people. Um, I don't have to fully accept things and I wouldn't expect, expect someone to accept or tolerate something they're not comfortable with but at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day rather when I started with love and I look at it that way and I really say it is what it is that's what I mean and it's not some kind of smug uh screw you throw my hands up real chola style response it's more like pray your hands it is what it is because you have to be at peace with with understanding what it's like to be in the other person's shoes. And as soon as God let me... I feel like he's put me through so many chapters. I feel like I hung out with so many different cliques and crews of people. I've had exposure to so many different 
you know, things like fast, fast forward for a reason. And even though it was painful and I'm like, ouch, stop dragging me. I got to see that every race, every color, every gender, um, every, you know, religion, ethnicity, we just bottom line, everybody wants to be respected in their own sense of what that means. And I don't want to say accepted or tolerated or admired. I don't, I don't think a lot of people, but just to simply be respected. Right. And those types of things are just common human decency. But I mean, we forget about it. We forget about it when we leave the house. I mean, I see everybody in traffic. (laughs) I remember, um, I had just moved into um beautiful, beautiful apartment. And I remember I would always say hi to this lady. When we check our mail, it always seemed to coincide a certain time. And um, you know, I'm getting home, stop, check the mail, open the gate, go in. And the lady, hi, she says, I really wish this truck wouldn't park here. You know, I don't, I like to just walk up to the mailbox and it's always parked here. She was serious. And I said, yeah. Um, I think my mind was busy or something, right? Just, oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to have a conversation, give a lecture. So I just kind of acknowledged that I heard her words. But I thought to myself, what entitles you to that space? That's his space. You know, would the opposite be that that man would say, oh, I really want to park there, but, you know, this lady keeps walking there. Or It was just such a small thing, but it made such a huge, um, it, it's always, I mean, this has been, this has gone on for years. It held such a large impact because I thought, um, what about the other person that thinks the same way? Who's right? And I think a lot of our problems are that. Right? When we start to bicker, it's like, who's the biggest victim? Right? Who's the biggest crybaby? Who's the biggest? Fine, fine, you win. You're the, you're the victim. And nobody wants to lose. No one wants to sit in the doghouse. No one wants to be in trouble. No one wants to be at fault. And I think when we look at situations like that, that's why I say I'm very accepting, forgiving, because when I seen how things were handled in my younger years with my with my personality or my um, energy or my thought process or diff- these different types of things, um, you know, not not been nurtured or just, you know, it was what it was. And so what it could it have been, oh, I think about it a lot. But now I'm like, okay, now I'm going to share that with the future generations. The future generations wouldn't change. We're going to change it. We're going to embrace that and we're going to nurture it and let it grow instead of estancarlo, instead of shutting it down. We're going to nurture it and cradle it and allow it to become what it is safely, Right. They're trying to create a monster sociopath here. But there has to be, I mean, 
there's probably more of a chance of you creating a sociopath by telling somebody with a great personality or like I mean a grand personality at that or you know imagination or thoughts or energy or intelligence or whatever it may be that that person has to shut up and sit down and do as you're told that's the worst thing you can do to this beautiful country that's the worst thing you can do to your beautiful child. That's the worst thing you can do to your beautiful inner child, which is yourself. So if you went through that, if you grew up always having to just do what you were told, not really have the guidance to be who you wanted to be or express that gift that is within yourself, today's, today there's a pass. Today's the permission slip signed and dated today that you get permission to be who you are with your gifts and to use those gifts. Because we need people fulfilling their purpose. We need people fulfilling their gifts. We need people sharing their gifts. We need people sharing their stories because there's somebody out there who has went through your exact same story on the verge of not not seeing tomorrow, on the verge of completely just going soulless because there's no there's no calm, there's no voice of reason, there's no uh, me too, there's no this is what worked for me. There's no Latina Ask Abby column. There's no solution to that revolving door of what ifs, of should ofs, could ofs. And when you share your story, you share what could have been, what should have been. And that may light somebody up to say I can do that, me too because me too doesn't have to be like me too, pobrecita ven y arreglame la vida, sálvame save me me too could be like, me too yo también puedo, I can do that too if if there's a plan, if there's some type of what even is the next step I can do that too for myself it should inspire you to share your story for someone, one person in all this world to come up and say, because of you, because of you sharing my story, I changed my life. I started my business. I I grew to be stronger. I'm fulfilling my purpose. It's not going to be easy. But you got to choose your heart. Because it's not easy playing small either. When you're meant for so much more. You and that big, beautiful personality. You and that big, beautiful soul with your purpose. With that gift that you have to give and you continue to just downplay it and ignore it and numb it, it's, you're doing a disservice. I really, really, really pray that this podcast episode served you well. It's a little bit longer than the other ones. But I wanted to speak from my little brown soul today. <laughs> I like that. 
I like that. And um, I wanted to remind you how amazing you are. How everything, um, whether you have a little brown soul too or not, <laughs> how everything that um, you have lived through and learned and become and um, transformed into has been to bring you to the place you are supposed to be in. And I pray to God that you are able to hear the messages and, and his voice of reason in the quietness. Drive with your radio off once in a while. Um, that really helps. Unless you're listening to this in your car, then leave it on, please. And thank you. Jokes aside. I think, um, I think this podcast will reach who it needs to reach. And, and I'm really happy for that. And I trust that with all my heart and my soul. You guys, I love you. Sending you so much hugs and so many beautiful, beautiful, um, experiences. I hope you look forward to those. And, um, if you always want to share, any awesome things going on in your life. You know you always can. I love to hear about them. Go follow me if you're not already on uh, Instagram. At the Andrea Effect. TikTok at the Andrea Effect. We got threads and Twitter. But it's the same thing. So it's there at the Andrea Effect. Um, Snapchat still at the Andrea Effect. WhatsApp at the Andrea Effect channel. You guys. YouTube is a platform that monetizes. So we're excited to be launching content for that in at the end of the day um that's just a byproduct because speaking to people that feel heard and seen on this earth even if it's just for a minute oof that's my jam um los quiero mucho que Dios me lo bendiga and I cannot wait um to chat with you guys again. Besitos. Oh yeah. Um, TheAndreaEffect.com We have journals there. If you're interested in seeing how to journal inside of the journals, those actual prompts on there, download it. You can write on your um, tablet. You can also print it out. That's your, your thing you like to do. It's something I like to do. Um, you can go ahead and do that as well. Sending you guys so many bendiciones. All right, all right, I'm gone, I'm gone. Talk to you later. Bye.